Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Last year, comedian Catherine Ryan went viral when she announced that her 10-month-old had been toilet trained. Which is not the only one. Elimination communication is becoming increasingly popular. And we're joined by Ashling Fitzgibbon from Tralee. She's mum to Rian and a nutritionist. And she can tell us about her own journey with it. Morning, Ashling. How are you? I'm good. Very good. Thank you very much. Would you say, Ashling, that attempting to toilet train your child before the age of two, is it doable? Yeah, I mean, it's totally doable. Um, it sounds a bit kind of wacky when you first hear it. Um, but it's actually... Very, very following the baby's natural instincts, um, which they clearly communicate from birth um, when they want to eliminate. So you're basically just following those those cues. Um, for example, when they're newborn, they often will cry and fuss and wiggle, um, and that might obviously be also you know they want to go they want to go to sleep or they're hungry. Um, so you just start to tune into when they actually are telling you that they actually need to go to the toilet. Right, so this is elimination communication. So you're you're watching the baby um, for these little signals that may suggest that it needs to go to the toilet. So then you yeah. put them in. A, obviously, you don't dangle them over the toilet. What what do you use? It is a little, a, t- a smaller potty. Is that the idea? Yeah, it's a tiny, tiny little potty. Um, I use it. It's called a little top hat, um, and it's in the shape of a top hat. So you can pop it in between your legs. So it's very easy to carefully manoeuvre the baby over the top hat um, in position and yeah you just cue for them to go so you make sounds so you, you go if they need to go you know for a pee um, so you're making cue sounds so they then build association um, and now Rian is seven well he's eight, just turned eight months and like he does all of his poos into the, into the potty which is amazing and saves so much in terms of nappies and washing and time and everything. So is he's eight months and he's effectively toilet trained? He's eight months and he is, yeah, he's very much, he's on the way to uh, independence with uh, pottying um, and it's amazing to see how just naturally it works. You know, it's not something that you have to, you know, it's not it's not a pressurizing thing. It's just very natural. Um, and now he just he just knows that, you know, he goes to the potty. Now, sometimes he could be busy and now he's like mobile and he's crawling and he's into things. So he could be, you know, you're, if you see a baby and they're making that kind of grunting face or, mm. you know, their face was a bit red. It's just a case of getting off the nappy as quickly as you can and then offering, putting him onto the potty. And um, yeah, so that's fun. You have to kind of keep your eye on him now because he's flying around the place. So you do use nappies. Like yeah. I, I oh, guess yeah. it's people, it's parents going. Oh my god, I'd be going through baby grows at like every ten minutes. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You um, you are effectively the nappy is like a backup, so you you are using the nappy, and of course you're going to be using that at nighttime. But even now, Rean at nighttime, he like wiggles. You can see that he's actually uncomfortable. Mm. Um, I mean, he might be he's, he'll do a feed in the night, and he'd be wiggling, um, and that's when I just and he's literally asleep. I take off the nappy. And he goes for it. He does a pee and he doesn't even wake. I put back on a new nappy or I use, sometimes use the same nappy because it's dry, it's clean. Um, and he goes away. So, yeah, you do use the nappy because obviously babies, you know, they're they're frequently peeing and, and pooing. So, you, yeah, you just use the, the nappy. And some people, like, you might be thinking, how could I possibly do that? Now, you can do it full time, which means you're doing it all the time. But you're not catching every single time they go to the bathroom. That's not the whole point of it. 
It's really just to do it like consistently throughout the day. Um, so like, you're kind of time. you're laying the groundwork, really, aren't you? Yeah. For when they get a little it. bit bigger, so it's not a big yeah. jump. Um, I yeah, guess no jump. I guess there's a lot of parents thinking, you know, what having a newborn or having a really young baby is hard, is enough hard work, and I've it's hard enough to leave them, you know, to to stop watching them for a second so I can actually wash myself or feed myself or feed the family. Like, yeah. is this not a whole lot more work and you have to be constantly engaged and looking, you know, and observing so that you don't miss a trick? Yeah, I mean, depends on what you, what, 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 I mean, it's my first baby, so it's probably a bit more doable in terms of how much I can, you know, watch him. But like, you can do it part-time as well. So like, you don't have to do it all throughout the day. You could just do it in the morning times and the evening times. So you just you just work it to your own schedule, and um, so some days like if I'm busy and stuff, you know I'm not going to be on it all the time, and that's mm. fine too. But mostly, like I would say, nine times out of ten, we're catching the the poops, um, and then the peas. Obviously, they're so frequent, you're not going to be catching them all, but you're doing them just consistently. And you are again, it's like for me, I'm thinking, you know, I'm putting in the work now, but long term, he's going to be he's going to be out in nappies in half the time. Mm. So he'll, he'll like there won't be any toilet training. It will just naturally he'll naturally gain independence as he builds his motor skills and his long-term memory. Um, he'll be able to, you know, by this time next year, he'll be fully out of nappies and he'll be, you know, telling me that he needs to go to the potty and obviously if I need to assist him, but he'll be telling me. Um, so for me, that is like a dream. So I'm hoping that um, to just show, show parents what's possible and to also show them that it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. You don't have to be doing it all the time to have to do it. Like, you could just be doing it, like, say your children are going to minders, you could just do it in the morning time and then again, you know, in the evening time. Um, so, yeah, you just work it to your own schedule. Yeah, you don't want to be in the middle of the supermarket going, his face is going red, quick, 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 give me some kind of a vessel. <laughs> Cut that watermelon in half and scoop it out. I know, yeah. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be flexible because, you yeah. know, the, our life demands that. Do you find, Ashling, that because you're studying him, or, or I guess more aware of the signals that would suggest mm. that he does need to go to the toilet, that actually you're now way more aware of other kinds of signals that he wants and needs other things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's definitely strengthened my intuition with with what he's telling me in general, like with everything. Um, I, I feel like I can, you know, it's almost like a sixth sense that you develop with them. Um, and also just in terms of like if you're, when you're going out, it's like ourselves, like, you know, you often go to the bathroom before you go out. So with babies, you just offer them the potty before you go out in those kind of transition times. So mm. more times out of 10, you know, like more times than not, you're going to be um, successful. And if, if they're not, it's fine as well. You have the nappy as a tool. So how, did you, how did you hear about all this and how, how did you take it on board as a project? Yeah, well, um, I have a podcast. So I was interviewing a lady from America and she just briefly mentioned, we weren't even talking about this. She just was saying her son was out of um, diapers by 14 months and I was like what I said oh my gosh that's incredible and she said oh I did um, elimination communication so I didn't think anything more I just kind of shelved that idea and then when I got pregnant last year I was like do you know what I'll look into that so I ended up getting an audio book and listening and I thought do you know what I'll try it out and if it, if I don't do it it's fine I'll just try it mm. um, and my dad actually bet me money he was like you won't last three months <laughs> and I have lasted <laughs> eight months and 
Yeah, well, keep going. I was going to ask, what was the reaction of other people, particularly, you know, family members who like to give instructions and advice, oh, maybe yeah. unsolicited? Um, you know, what did they think? You know, is this, oh, God, this is another one of these woke Internet things now should be driving yeah. us all demented? Totally, yeah. You know, my, sister, my dad was, like, really resistant to it um, when I told him when I was pregnant. He was like, oh, that's ridiculous. What are you doing that for? And then when he actually saw it in action, he's like, he thinks it's amazing. And he's, like, the biggest advocate for us. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think, I, yeah, I think I think you need to see it in action because I think when you hear it, it sounds like just weird or like a bit of a. Is that even possible? You know, it's just yeah. Well, I wonder did our did our ancestors probably follow more of this kind of path because they didn't have access to huggies or pull ups yeah. or those things, so they had to be a little bit more in tune of what the baby wanted to do in any particular moment. Absolutely. I mean, if you think back in, in history. Before disposable nappies were on the market, um, yeah, if we were if we were using maybe some type of absorbable materials and stuff, but we definitely would have been. I think there's actually some um, historical piece I found, and it was showing from ancient Greece that there was like a little potty type of thing that they used to put babies over. So I think this has been along around for a very long time, and it's just kind of re-emerging. Um, and it it makes sense because in terms of the environment, like just how much nappies are used, and yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a great viable option to be able to yeah. have the amount of nappies, you know, for per baby that you have. Well, it's a wonderful ancient Greek tradition that you're carrying on. You should probably <laughs> just wear the toga as well, just to get a rise out of the old man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Ashling Fitzgibbon, mum to baby Rian, who's flying away, and nutritionist, of course. Where can people find it? Yeah, well, my website is just my name, ashlingfitzgibbon.com, and I'm on YouTube with my same name as well. Okay, wonderful. Ashling, great to talk to you. Fascinating stuff. Thanks, million. See you, bye. Bye, take care. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.